Broadcasting live at a Studio E in Los Angeles, California. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. David Essel alive, celebrating 24 years on the air, and darn happy that you've chosen some of your Saturday to share with us. Oh, yes, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK, rockin' the USA. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. Very happy to be part of the Clear Channel, Premier iHeartRadio Network. And don't forget that everything that we do on this show is archived as of 9 o'clock tonight for your friends and family that may miss any portion of this three-hour extravaganza. You can listen after 9 o'clock at talkdavid.com. Everything is archived. Chronic illness, a number one, one of the number one disease states in in the the USA, and we'll find out from our expert guest, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, in the world, is chronic illness. We're going to find out what that means. What are the choices that we have regarding lifestyle, nutrition, and more to help people to combat chronic illness? What are some of the number one reasons that we struggle so deeply with chronic illness? Is it genetic more so than environment, or is it more environment and habit, lifestyle more so than genetic? The guy that we've got coming up is amazing. I have followed his work for the longest time. How it's taken us 24 years to get Dr. Jeffrey Bland on the show, (laughs) have no idea at all. It's like every once in a while, there will be someone that will be booking on the show, and I'll say to my guest producer, Judy, how the heck have we not had this person? It blows my mind, but we're really happy today. The uh, author of 11 books, his most recent one, The Disease Delusion, Conquering the Causes of Chronic Illness for a Healthier, Longer, and Happier Life. Dr. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. Well, David, thank you so much. What a privilege and a pleasure to be with you and your listeners this evening. Yes, it's it's awesome to have you. Now, I want to start with something that is a little off the wall, maybe, but we're going to come back into your book on chronic disease. I had no idea that you worked with and Dr. Linus Pauling was a mentor of yours. Yeah, that's actually what uh, kind of got me started down this whole path that I've been on uh, the past 30 plus years. I I, um, was a university professor. I, I had a clinical research program was really looking at the origin of chronic disease, and I took a sabbatical after being invited uh, to come to the Linus Pauling Institute of Science and Medicine uh, by Dr. Pauling, a two-time Nobel Prize-winning laureate, uh, to oversee uh, some of the work that he was doing in in nutrition research, and I spent uh, the better part of three years as the director of the laboratories there, and it was a life-changing experience, not just from the science, but uh, really from he and his wife's advocacy about uh, the reduction of human suffering, which was their whole approach towards their li- their life, and uh, he not only was uh, was he a great scientist, but a great social advocate, but but one of those people that would just instill a sense that uh, that we as human beings can can do something uh, if we really put our minds to it to help change the world. So, uh, coming back from that sabbatical, I gave up my uh, my tenured position and decided to uh, start a a life to help uh, doctors to employ. Um, Preventive medicine in their practices, and the, the rest is history. We uh, we built a, a company of a couple thousand people in 36 countries, and published several hundred papers, and uh, really, I think, started to carve out this whole new field of healthcare that the the 21st century is now starting to del- deliver to people. And, and his work in in the care of the human body was groundbreaking at that time, wasn't it, Jeffrey? It, it really was. I think a lot of people may uh, equate Dr. Pauling with the, his vitamin C work, uh, which came actually fairly late in his career. But 
that was an important work, but it was it really paled in comparison to the overall kind of body of his work. I, what what he and his wife really advocated was this concept called structure function. That if you can uh, get the structure right of the individual, of the system, of the relationship, of the government, of the country, of the globe, that its function will follow. And uh, I think that model is a very, very interesting model when we start to apply it to, to each one of us as it pertains to our health and, and vitality as we age. If we if we get our structure of our body correct, uh, and when I say structure, I mean get all the piece parts working in the right direction, uh, there is uh, the white light of good health that uh, can beam through for for decades of good living. Let, let's go ahead and define health care versus disease care, because I, I'm laughing, and, and I, I'm not laughing to put anyone down, but so many people are into disease care versus health care. Can, can you please give us the differentiation between the two? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, we call our, our system a health care system, but as we know, really the way we focus all of our attention is on the diseases, uh, diagnosing a disease, be it heart disease, cancer, diabetes, arthritis, whatever, whatever the name of the disease is, we, we have a whole cadre of professionals that are trained to diagnose and to treat those diseases. And we have a whole system of institutions called healthcare clinics that are really disease clinics and hospitals and, and uh, theaters that do surgery and, and radiotherapy and so forth. These are really, really good, uh, and I would want to be living today if I had a disease because I think we have very good disease treatment. But they have very little to do with uh, how we keep people healthy and how we promote health and how we keep people out of the hospital and how do we keep them out of being a candidate for the treatment of a disease with a, a drug or a surgery or some kind of a therapy. So uh, the healthcare system, which I think is the 21st century challenge that we have in building a healthcare system, will be that that, that keeps people from needing disease care. And it will deliver the full potential that people have in their genes, genetic potential uh, for really high-level health and wellness that will occur over the probably a century of good living uh, once we get this healthcare system in place. And 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 the individual, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Doctor Jeffrey, but our the the individual is really the starting point for the healthcare versus disease care, correct? Oh, I think you really said it. That's absolutely the the, the center of where this whole focus should be. You know, if you think about it uh, in terms of when we go to the doctor, most of us, we go and we're sick and we want to be treated. And we, first of all, we want to be diagnosed and we want a treatment. And so we go kind of as a victim. Uh, we might not know exactly what we have, so we feel victimized. We go to a rescuer that we call a doctor. And uh, for many patients, when they go as a victim to their doctor, the rescuer, they kind of leave their body at the examining room door, and they, uh, the doctor takes over, and he gives uh, some kind of a prescription that the patient then takes to the pharmacist and gets filled. And that whole relationship is not very intimate. The patient doesn't really understand the drug they're taking. They don't understand exactly what the disease is. That's taking the patient or the person out of the control of their own right. life. The right. healthcare system puts a person at the center of their health care, where they're in control and teaches them how to be that uh, person that owns their body and, and does the things that are necessary to achieve high-level health. Mm. I, I see, Jeffrey, I see one of the greatest aids of, of, of people that come into our office that we, we, we work with the emotional side of healing um, outside of the radio show. And I see what I, one of the greatest things in the world I see is when people come in with information, documented information from the Internet about different things that they can do to help them on a physical level. I mean, the Internet can be and books like yours can be such an aid to help people start to take more responsibility responsibility for their own health, can it? 
Well, David, I think you've just uh, kind of reinforced the, the previous point you were making, and that is, you know, if you think of uh, life before 1985, and that's pre-Internet for most people, um, we were always going to other people to get information, and they were the keepers right. of information and that uh, parsed it out to us as they thought we could handle it. But we didn't have access to kind of enlightenment on our own. We, we basically were dependent upon other people to provide us information. Then witness the development of the Internet and Google and all the search engines. And now what happens is that people have the universal access to the global information system. They can get in there. They can dig deep. They can drill down. They can search. They can put connections together. Now, not all the stuff on the Internet, obviously, is accurate or good. Sure. But at least it's transparent. At least they now come often to a doctor knowing more about their condition than a doctor <laughs> him or herself knows. And that's, that's right. changing the whole dynamic of healthcare right now. It's putting the, it's the wild card that puts the person at the center of their own life experience. And that, to mm. me, is a transformative thing that we're talking about in the book, The Disease Delusion. Yes. Yes, I love it. I love it. We're going to go to a break. We're going to come back with Dr. Jeffrey Bland. When we come back, we're going to talk about what are the top forms of chronic illness in our country that we need to be most aware of. And when we look at chronic illness, what is the role of genetics and chronic illness versus lifestyle? What is the role? What's the difference? I mean, are there certain chronic illnesses that we throw up our hand and go, you know what? All we can do is help the client to feel a little better, but we really can't reverse it. Are there many others that are reversible through lifestyle? Dr. Jeffrey Bland knows the name of the book, The Disease Delusion, Conquering the Causes of Chronic Illness for a Healthier, Longer, and Happier Life. His web- website is jeffreybland.com, jeffreybland.com. Check it out. When we come back, we'll be talking more with Dr. Jeffrey and getting the answers to the questions. So many people struggle with chronic illness. This is an opportunity for you to break free, to start the movement to that whole thing that we were just talking about, health care versus disease care. I'm David Essel. Don't forget that the show is archived, as with all of them, 9 o'clock Eastern time tonight at TalkDavid.com for friends and family that missed the interview. I'm David Essel. Stay there. reasons millions of people never recover from their addictions to alcohol, smoking, drugs, sex, or unhealthy relationships is that they don't want to heal in a group setting. Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel is sensitive to this need, so 20 years ago, he created a holistic addiction recovery program that's done privately, one-on-one. Since then, he's helped thousands of people recover through his highly unique holistic recovery program. Visit TalkDavid.com today, one-on-one from anywhere in the USA. TalkDavid.com. Need toner? The Toner Kings sells all leading brands of toner cartridges to hundreds of businesses across the country. And Fortune 500 companies like Lockheed Martin, American Red Cross, and Excellus Blue Cross, just to name a few. Just head online to thetonerkings.com. Order toner and save up to 60% off dealer pricing with their 100% guarantee. You can try a new cost-effective toner solution with no risk. Visit thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order. 
Have you ever wondered why you struggle with money or why creating deep love is so challenging or why losing weight and keeping it off is such a struggle? Hi, I'm iHeartRadio host and author David Essel. For 22 years, we have helped thousands of people figure out the why to their life challenges and then create a plan that leads to lifelong success. If you're ready, contact me at talkdavid.com today. Our one-on-one sessions are so effective that you will absolutely create the life you desire. And programs begin as low as $100. One-on-one with me, David Essel, at Talk david.com when i began working with david essel i was a single mom completely disempowered and living in fear clients who have worked one-on-one with master life coach david essel are learning how to change their lives and now just one year later i am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world their success has come from focus and accountability with david and the same can happen for you life coaching programs start at under 200 dollars. so visit talkdavid.com that's talkdavid.com Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But if you're emptying your bank account to buy toner, it's time for a better solution. Keep more of your money with the Toner Kings. Just head online to thetonerkings.com, order toner, and save up to 60% off dealer prices. You'll find all the leading toner brands to fit your office machines. And you can trust thetonerkings.com. They supply toner for organizations like the American Red Cross, Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Lockheed Martin. And they've been a leading toner supplier for over 18 years. Thetonerkings.com offers a 100% guarantee on every product. So there's no risk in trying a new toner solution. And there's no waiting either. Shipping is fast and always free with the Toner Kings. Stop emptying your wallet to restock your toner supply. Get free shipping and save up to 60% off typical toner prices. It's that simple. So why not shop where the Fortune 500 companies get their toner? Only at thetonerkings.com. Visit thetonerkings.com today. That's thetonerkings.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit TalkDavid.com today. Millions of women right now are needlessly suffering from dependencies to food, alcohol, smoking, and prescription medicines. These dependencies can age a woman's face by 10 years or more and destroy her chances of ever experiencing a deep, connective love relationship. Heal with Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel's one-on-one recovery program. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. That's TalkDavid.com. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, 
David Essel. Celebrating 24 years across the United States of America, giving you the information with the top guests, the most recent authors who are radically changing lives. Uh, just like who we have on right now, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, author of 11 books, including his latest, The Disease Delusion, Conquering the Causes of Chronic Illness for a Healthier, Longer, and Happier Life. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Text us during the show, 941-266-7676. Dr. Jeffrey, the top forms of chronic illness, could you give us a handful of what are the, the forms of chronic illness that are affecting more people? And we it could stay just in the USA if you'd like to, uh, now than ever before. Well, I think uh, it's very easy to say in the USA because they're the same ones that we are seeing rising in the, uh, in the rest of the world. They're, they're, this oh. is a global rising tide, uh, and these include conditions that are all characterized by various forms of pain, fatigue, low energy. So we have disorders like uh, type 2 diabetes. Uh, we have conditions like uh, what is called cardiometabolic disease, which is uh, basically cardiac diseases. We have hypertension. We have uh, conditions that are associated with autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis. And we have conditions like dementia uh, that is not just Alzheimer's dementia, but other types of dementia that start robbing from people their their short-term memory and cognitive abilities in their 30s and 40s sometimes. We've got uh, conditions like chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia. Probably you're aware of the fact that the number one selling drug now by the big drug giant Pfizer is called Lyrica. Lyrica is a, a medication for fibromyalgia syndrome. That's become a multi-billion dollar annual uh, drug as a consequence of the prevalence of this chronic fatigue syndrome of muscle pain and fatigue. So this is a, kind of a smattering of, the, of the, the complex array of conditions we call chronic illnesses that constitute about 75% of our total health care expenditures now are on these diseases, only about 25% on acute disease, 75% on the chronic illnesses, and we're not doing a good job. In fact, we're failing. Medicine today is not effectively managing the rising epidemic of chronic disease. We need a new model, and that's the model I describe in the book. Mm. Now, when a lot of these conditions that you're sharing, um, they have inflammation at the base, it sounds like, Dr. Jeffrey. Well, I would say inflammation is a component. That's part of the pain, this, uh, this redness, swelling, of mm. uh, Pain is, is a component of every one of these conditions. So the question people have often asked is, does inflammation cause these diseases, or are these diseases a consequence of inflammation? And I think it's interwoven. It's really the chicken and the egg. When you get okay. a metabolic disturbance where your genes are starting to express the fact that they no longer like the environment you find yourself, that they want to be in a different environment so they can express the bliss of white light of good health, and you put them in an environment where they're really expressing that, those conditions that are related to alarm and and related to foreigners on board and, and related to trying to fight back against uh, hostility, that's called inflammation. It's the god of war, Mars, the color is red, and that's the condition that is associated with every one of those chronic illnesses. Right on. Yeah. Well, you, and, you know, we, we, when we have cardiac experts on the show and they talk about, you know, cholesterol, blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera, so many of them refer to it as a, a disease of inflammation. And um, a couple weeks ago, we had a gentleman on who was talking about their, the lifestyle, which you and I are going to get into, but, um, you know, the, the, how sugar can just exacerbate so many different diseases that we look at that we're battling with medicine when really it's lifestyle. So here's my next question question for you of the chronic illnesses what percentage of them are really based in genetic versus lifestyle no that's a, a very very good question and you know it was not too long ago where we felt that virtually all these uh, 
chronic diseases were rooted in our genetics, that somehow we had a family history of heart disease or, di or diabetes or cancer or dementia or arthritis, uh, and, and there was little we could do about it. Now, that has completely changed over the last, uh, oh, since the Human Genome Project, really, since the year 2000. We've had a whole new enlightenment in healthcare in which we recognize that only about 20 to 30 percent of these diseases are hardwired to our genes. 70% is really tied to what we treat our genes, the environment in which we live, how we eat, think, act, uh, what we consume in the form of, uh, of air, water, uh, our thought process, uh, our, our friends, are we loved, do we have attribution? All of those things are signals that our bodies receive that transmit through our genes and ultimately give rise to our health. And these are variable. They're manageable. If we personalize our approach, we can get our genes to express the white light of good health. If we uh, put ourselves in a harmful environment based on our own genetic uniqueness, lo and behold, we get these diseases of chronic uh, nature. You know, there's going to be a lot of people very disappointed, and I say this tongue-in-cheek, but I, I know these diseases are serious, that only 20 to 30% they can blame on genetics, Dr. Jeffrey. That's, that's you know, because what you said earlier is so true. I, th I still personally think most people in the United States, when you look at these different disease, chronic illnesses that you're talking about, most of them want to lean on their family tree, don't they? Well, I think that's right. You know, I, I've talked to in excess of 200,000 physicians over the last 20 years in different seminars and educational events that I've held. And I think even in those well-trained professionals, there's still this belief that our genes control our health after the age of, of five or six and that they determine our outcome called our chronic health uh, problems. And this couldn't be farther from the truth. The new genetics, the new uh, information that is really changing the whole nature of, of the biology of health is saying exactly the opposite. Let me give a quick example, and that's uh, yes. this a Angelina Jolie situation with regard to double mastectomy as a prevention for uh, breast cancer if a woman carries this uh, this gene called the BRCA1 and 2 gene. Now, we recognize that that is a, a genetic characteristic, that if you get the, the BRCA1 and 2 gene from both your mother and father, that you have, as a woman, a very, very high incidence of risk of breast cancer. The woman who actually, the scientist who discovered the BRCA1 and 2 genes is called Mary Claire King. She actually just won the Lasker uh, Award for, in medicine this year, one of the top awards in the world for medical research. And she published a paper a number of years ago after being the discoverer of the BRCA1 and 2, saying, isn't it interesting that women that were born before 1960 that had this BRCA1 and 2 gene characteristic, their uh, appearance of cancer in the course of their life, breast cancer, uh, was somewhere around 30% uh, of the women who carried the BRCA1 and 2. Today, okay. women born in, in, in this uh, generation, uh, with the same exact genetic characteristics, their penetration into expressing breast cancer is over 85%. Now, what changed? Wow. The gene wow. didn't change. It was yes. the environment. And so when we start seeing that, it's like an aha. It's a wake-up. It's like, what have we been told? Maybe we're much more in control than we ever thought. Maybe we should be paying attention to our own program rather than somebody else uh, telling us what we should be doing. Maybe we ought to be designing our own program. Oh, my God. That is stunning information that you just shared. That's this is what you know, one of the whole purposes 24 years ago when we started the show, Dr. Jeffrey, is that we wanted to bring people like you and, you know, into and you're already mainstream, but we want to continue to have people like you have a voice, a large voice so that we could clear up the misconceptions, the fallacies, the illusions of health and bring people to understand that they are the captain of their own ship more often than not. We're going to go to a quick break. We're coming back with Dr. Jeffrey. 
gland. One of the questions I'm going to ask Dr. Jeffrey is what about this hormones in our diet? I mean, listen, we have little girls going into menstruation at eight years of age. I know this to be true. We have it in our office right now. One of our, our the parents came in freaking out. They said this can't be true. We have boys hitting puberty at such a nine and ten, even younger, eight, nine and ten at such a young age. Then we have this whole thing that he was just talking about with Angelina Jolie and the and the breast cancer. Um, where that there's been a shift in the environment. Is it diet-related? Is, is most of it diet, or are there other broader things that we need to look at? We're going to find out from the expert. Jeff Bland is going to be back with us. His website, JeffreyBland.com. I'm David Essel. Darn happy that you're with us. Getting to the fact. Stay right there. You're tuned in to David Essel Alive, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Ah, so glad you're with us today. And don't forget to let your friends and family know chronic illness. This is a massive condition in our country. And as Dr. Jeffrey Bland said a little while ago, identical to what's going on in the rest of the world. If you yourself suffer from it, get the book. Get the book that we're talking about tonight, The Disease Delusion. If you have friends and family that have missed this interview, they couldn't catch it live, make sure they listen 9 o'clock Eastern time in just a little while. It'll be posted at our website, talkdavid.com, so they can pick up with it. Um, one of the things that Jeffrey had mentioned earlier that is a shock to a lot of people, in the world of chronic illness, only 20 to 30% of it can be tied into our genes, which means 70 to 80% is related to environment, lifestyle. And and Dr. Jeffrey, let's jump right into this whole thing with nutrition. GMOs, genetically modified foods, hormones being injected into the cattle, the chicken, the the dairy products, et cetera, et cetera. What role does all of this in our diet have to do with chronic illness? Well, I think you, again, uh, this is such an insightful conversation. I'm loving it because you're really uh, focusing on the right questions. Our environment has changed so dramatically over the last uh, 50 years. I mean, I'm, I'm 69 years old, and I think back to my childhood, uh, kind of the cornucopian coming out of World War II. Everything was great, TV antennas on every house, a car in a garage, and, you know, this was the American dream. And then we started to really see significant change in the whole way that we were eating and living and, and mass transportation and packaged foods and fast foods. You know, there wasn't even such thing as, as fast food, really, when I was a child, and then it it's just become the, the, the dominant theme. And where does all this come from? It comes from the industrialization of our food supply. It comes from adding things in that are new and taking things out that were old. It takes out the stuff that was there from nature and it adds back new things. We get all these what are called xenohormones or xenoestrogens. Uh, we have uh, various kinds of debris from chemical pollution. We put plasticizers indirectly into our water supply that ends up in our food. Things like uh, bisphenol A, BPA, which we now right. recognize are our hormonal right. modulators. Uh, 
And then we start looking out at the environment, at animals, and we start seeing that they're, they're, they're having developmental problems. They're developing mutations, uh, and we see cancer in animals that we didn't used to see. We see animals not being reproductively viable. And we say, well, geez, aren't those animals living in the same environment we are? Uh, we look at the water supply of some domestic systems, and we find, if you do trace analysis, we find remnants of drugs that are measurable in the water supply system. They're actually affecting uh, the, the algae because uh, they're being medicated by the uh, drugs that are being excreted by people out into the water and ending up in the environment. All of these things are perturbance. They send signals to our genes. And they don't have to be in huge amounts that it causes direct toxicity. These are subtle effects that modulate the influence that then ultimately controls how our genes can be expressed. And by the way, if our body perceives very subtly that it's in a hostile environment, what do you think it does? It does what it's designed to do. It fights back. And when it right. fights back, it turns on the genes of inflammation. Those become the diseases of chronic nature. So what mm -hmm. you're saying is all these things, by asking the right questions, are preventable and modifiable. We can do away with type 2 diabetes. We can do away with much of arthritis. We can prevent Alzheimer's dementia by doing the right things. And that's what I've tried to discuss in the book, because they're all there for the taking. If if you were to look at, and I know this is going to be just a snapshot view in the short period of time we have, but if you were to look at, Dr. Jeffrey, the four most important changes for us to make that would radically shift or eliminate the chronic illnesses that we're talking about, can you make it that much of a snapshot? Could you say, sure, David, here's one, two, three, and four. Yes, I think I could, uh, and, and this may vary in order from, from person to person, but let me give some shot at it. Uh, yeah. First of all, uh, as it relates to our health care provider, our doctor, uh, you know, we need someone that's going to be our ally, our counsel, our guide to help us to get well, not just treat our diseases. So the question that might be asked of your uh, doctor is, uh, are they interested uh, in the way that you eat, how you live, what you drink, the nature of your relationships, the environment, your workplace, are those questions that are really important for them to understand something about for you as their patient? If they're not, if they don't really think those are important, then they're probably not a doctor that's focused on your wellness. They're a doctor that's focused on your disease treatment. And by the way, that might be okay if, uh, if you really want to have a very strong disease treatment uh, professional in, in, in the wings. But if you right. want someone that really wants to focus on your health, you want someone that's interested in those questions and knows what to do with the, your answers. So that's number one. Number two, as we, as we move through life, I think what Michael Pollan talks about in, in his book, uh, Omnivore Dilemma, is really very true, and that is our diet should be close to the earth. It should be rich in, in plant foods. Uh, it should be minimum in, in animal products, and those animal products that we eat should be uh, hopefully not uh, mechanized, uh, industrialized, chemicalized animals, but rather uh, as close as possible to animals that uh, lived on the soil and weren't given a bunch of drugs and, and growth promoted, but rather uh, were animals that uh, ranged around and, and consumed stuff that uh, they converted into animal protein. So to me, uh, again, uh, uh, mostly plants, uh, uh, variety, uh, I'm not advocating strict vegetarianism, but staying away, obviously, from stuff that comes in bags with a list of ingredients that you can't even understand, so it's a chemical right. too. Uh, number right. three uh, is uh, let's stay away from, and in fact, eliminate to every extent possible, things that are rich in high fructose corn syrup sweeteners. 
which is the dominant way that we're sweetening foods right now and beverages. And so that means give up those darn soft drinks. We don't need them. They're dangerous. They don't do us any good. They take away from us our health. And don't even substitute them with synthetically sweetened materials. That just creates a whole other companion series of difficulties with regard to feeling that the taste of sweet is the only way we can drink or eat anything. And so I would say that that's the first step. If you can just give up soft drinks and give up these uh, highly sweetened, uh, high fructose corn syrup sweetened uh, foods uh, and beverages, that's a major step forward in both the weight control, nutritional quality, and uh, overall reduction of some of the inflammation potential. Then my last of the four would be start walking. Uh, everybody should be trying to, to achieve a 10,000-step-per-day walking program. You can get a pedometer. You can. Uh, there's many inexpensive little things you can put on your belt or put in your purse or whatever that will help you know how many steps you take in a day. You don't have to be a marathon trainer. You don't have to be going out for extreme sports, but you really should be moving. Those legs are very important to keep us moving. If not the legs, then some other form of activity that gives us the equivalent of about 20 minutes of activity, not vigorous, just simple things, uh, can extraordinarily improve the way that our body works. In fact, the research indicates that about a 50% reduction in many of the risks to chronic illness just comes from a regular walking program every day. So those would be my four uh, tips. And then we go from there, obviously, to things in the book that are more personalized and individualized to maximize their potential. But those four alone would have a huge value in terms of health. Yeah, a massive. As a matter of fact, we just got a text in as you were talking, um, and and the listener says he's talking about why we created the Bulla Family Farm, the whole diet and animal issue that he's referring to. Isn't that interesting? You know, in fact, you know, a number of years ago, I had the privilege of being on uh, the board of the first. uh, uh, beef company in America that was uh, focused on uh, organic beef. And, in fact, we had to go to the USDA and try to get a designation for that category because the USDA said, well, there's no such thing as organic beef. Beef is beef. It doesn't matter where it comes from. We fought for over 10 years and eventually got a, uh, a kind of a classification for um, uh, animals that were raised without antibiotics and without growth-promoting substances. This is a different kind of product than a chemicalized animal that has a different right. uh, effect upon health. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The the name of the book, and I highly recommend, listen, with as many people, maybe you're listening and you fall into the category, struggling with one of the many forms of chronic illness, this is where you need to be going. Move away from disease care, move into health care, as Dr. Jeffrey Bland has been speaking about and written about in the book, The Disease Delusion, Conquering the Causes of Chronic Illness for a Healthier, Longer, and Happier Life. The website, jeffreybland.com. Dr. Bland, this has been fab phenomenal. I'm going to go past fabulous. I'm going to go to phenomenal. I have so enjoyed our time. Thank you. Thank you, David, as well. And you do a tremendous job. Thank you. You're very welcome, sir. Have a great rest of your weekend. You as well. All bye-bye. right, gang. Bye-bye now. Listen, gang, we've got to get it together. It's about you taking care of your health, not your doctor taking care of your disease. That's what Dr. Jeffrey Bland was just talking about. Let's get it. The synopsis. It's in our hands. Remove the sugar, the sweeteners. Walk. Eat organic meats and tons of vegetables. Oh, my Lord, we can do this together. I'm so happy you're with us. Everything that you just heard is at TalkDavid.com, plus more information. If I can help you, I want to help you one-on-one. TalkDavid.com. We're going to come back with your text, your emails, answers to help you move ahead in life. I'm David Essel. Stay right there.
clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are creating the life they've always wanted. So happy to say that next month will be four years sober, and I owe a lot of that to David Essel's help and friendship through the process. Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Creating a daily focus on your spiritual path ultimately brings us to peace of mind, an amazing gift we get to give ourselves every day. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you desire that inner peace, contact me now at talkdavid.com. Let's work together to create a plan to help you get the peace you deserve. If you're serious about life change, we want to work with you. Contact me at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. It's time for change, and I can help you get there at talkdavid.com. Is your relationship operating at its highest potential, or is it faltering and you see yourselves drifting farther and farther apart? Or are you single right now, trying to figure out what went wrong in the past so you can finally find and keep deep love? Let Master Life Coach David Essel help you resurrect or save your current relationship, or help prepare you to find the love you desire today. Visit TalkDavid.com to read the testimonials about David's work. Love is the answer. Let today be the day. Visit TalkDavid.com. Do you often feel like you've hit a dead end in life? Like no matter what you do, the challenges just keep coming back over and over again? Well, maybe it's time you read the inspirational book, Rockstar, Finding God's Purpose for Your Life. Rockstar, David Essel's sixth top-selling book, is a powerful parable that will give you the inspirational tools and strength needed to finally bring your life to a whole new level. Order Rockstar by David Essel for only $7.95 at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com today. The powerful book, offering a positive lift in our ever-challenging world. What do you really want out of life? What would make you really happy? I'm David Essel, author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Ah, coast to coast for 24 years now. 24 years, Rock. And if you missed the interview with uh, Dr. Jeffrey Bland, what a gift that was for us tonight. Chronic illness, only 20 to 30% of people struggling with chronic illness is there a genetic link. That means 70 to 80% of it is lifestyle, environmentally created, changing your diet, changing your exercise program. Uh, you know, we, we didn't get a chance. I asked him just to give me the top four. Making sure your doctor is health care versus disease care, that he's interested in your dietary changes. He's interested in your relationships, the use of alcohol, addictive substances, et cetera. I mean, all of that stuff that he shared is crucial. And 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 again, it's we're we're in the we're in the driver's seat, but we we don't want to be, do we? We're in the driver's seat, but we try to find ways to avoid being responsible. I know it's difficult to make changes 
once we're comfortable with the two or three Diet Cokes a day or the two or three sodas a day of some type or the donuts in the morning or the treats every night, I know we get into comfort zones, but then we also have to look at the end result of those comfort zones is discomfort. Isn't that amazing to think about? You know, those those potato chips that take away the worry of the day, the cookies at night, the drinks at night, the, the nicotine to calm us down, the, oh, my God, we go on and on and on. Those things that create comfort in the short term create discomfort and chronic illness in the long term. Please use this as another wake-up call. Don't avoid the issues anymore. And then listen to the other two shows we did tonight. Joe Cerulli talking about positive life changes with losing body fat, enhancing your confidence once you do that. Greg Braden talking about getting focused and centered with our breathing, connecting the brain and the heart so that we become more flexible to the changes in life. And isn't that what we need to do? I struggle with this. I know, you're going to go, you're kidding me. You have any issues at all? You're right, I don't. I was just teasing. Um, no, no, but, you know, it's it's easy to become non-resilient. It's easy to become non-flexible. It's easy to become stuck in our ways. This is the way it is, right? Sometimes that's healthy. Sometimes that's very healthy. But a lot of times it creates excess stress. So doing the heart-centered breathing will allow us to go into a different place in our brain and to become much more flexible in dealing with the challenges that we're going to be faced in life. You know, it's just just amazing. 1-800-548-TALK. We are so blessed to have these three amazing guests on tonight, just like we are every Saturday. Text us, 941-266-7676. Oh, yeah, this is interesting. David, you talk a lot about the addicted brain and resentments. Please explain. Okay, so the brain is amazing. It can be our greatest ally, and it can be the worst force in the universe for us because of the repetition of thought, right? When someone has resentments, it could be against your mom, your dad, someone you dated 30 years ago. It could be against someone that stole money from you 20 months ago. It could be someone that... um uh, uh, they kicked you off the basketball team because there was a favorite that they wanted to be on, whatever the resentment must be, might be. When those resentments build over the years, they become addictive in nature. And the way that we deal with addictive thought processes is usually pretty damn unhealthy. So what we do is that, that the, the chemical in the brain actually reinforces the repetitious thought of that we are a victim and someone did us wrong. And you have those thoughts over and over and over again. Chemicals are reintroduced into the brain that makes us feel even more correct and more correct over time. Then we, the grudges or the resentment turns into a deep-seated grudge and or rage and anger. And how do we cope with that that's going on between our brains? Well, the number one thing we do is we find a substance or a behavior that gives us a temporary relief. Nicotine, sugar, alcohol, spending, the need to be right, power, greed, sex addiction, gambling addiction, you name it. We can get temporary relief from the addictive thought processes in the brain. We can get temporary relief 
through the access of an addiction, but it's only temporary. And once that feeling of awe, and that feeling of awe is what all addiction give us, the sugar within about 45 seconds gives us a feeling of awe, the nicotine shorter than that. The alcohol, about the same thing, about a minute. It hits the brain, and we go, ah. The, the purchase of something on sale, ah, right? The orgasm, ah, whatever it is that you're reaching out to numb the resentment, to try to quiet the addicted thought process of the brain, it works short term. But then those resentments resurface. And in the resurfacing of the resentment is why we say, that all addictions are emotionally based. Sorry, we don't buy into the genetic model of addiction. We did for years and years and years, but then we looked past that and said, now wait a second. The gene is not going to the store and buying the cake or the case of beer or the bottle of wine or the bottle of vodka. The beer is not, or the, 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 the addiction, the gene of the addict is not driving us to the bar or to the casino, or to the sex shop, or to whatever we do to get that release. The gene is not in control. The lack of emotional control allows us to think that that instant gratification is the most important thing in the world. And it works short term, just not long term. So that's how the addicted brain and resentments and addictions go down. The coolest thing in the world, and Dr. Jeffrey Bland just talked about it here, is that if we choose with chronic illness, chronic disease, addiction, if we choose to be in the driver's seat and to make the appropriate changes, we can be free. And as I've told people for years, regardless of what you hear in programs that tell you once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic, that's absolute bullshit. There couldn't be anything further from the truth. It's a bunch of nonsense. That makes you feel compelled to continue to return to the counselor or the therapist or the coach or the rooms or the program or whatever because, oh, my God, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Once a sex addict, always a sex addict. Once a codependent, always a codependent. And I've got to keep going to these meetings or I'm going to – that is such crap. If you do the work correctly, you can lose. It's, it, that'd be like saying, once I'm overweight, I'm always going to be overweight. Well, a lot of people say that, but it's nonsense. It's not true at all. If you want to do the work necessary and make the changes, that doesn't have to be true. So so come on. Let's get back into that whole concept that someone texted me a little while ago about limitless or limited thinking. A limit thinker will say that, well, this is just the way I am. I'm always going to be 75 pounds overweight because it's in my family. Nonsense. The role of genetics and weight gain or obesity is about 4%. It's even less than what Dr. Jeffrey was saying with chronic illness. So it's not true. You know, you can break through anything. If you're a limitless thinker, the limitless thinker goes, wait a second. Maybe this addiction runs in my family, but it doesn't drive me to the store to buy the cake or the alcohol or the sex shop. It sure doesn't do that. Maybe I bought into a bill of goods so I don't have to change. Isn't that interesting? The subconscious looks for tidbits of information to say, oh, you know what? It doesn't matter anyway. These are your genes. You can't do anything about it, right? Oh, my Lord in heaven. 
And that's what this program is all about. It's to shake it up. It's to give you ideas and thoughts and to let you know, you know what? You're in so much more control than you think, baby. Let's get the correct information. Let's make the correct changes. And you can experience heaven on earth. And I am not teasing. (laughs) Preach it, brother. (laughs) You got it, man. Preach it, brother. I will preach it, brother. Hey, listen, I want you to be inspired for the rest of your life. I want you to achieve the goals that you want to achieve for yourself. I want you to have the body, the money, the relationships, the whatever it is you're searching for. I want you to have it, too. That's why we do this program. Over the next seven days, go to our website, listen to our past shows to stay inspired when I'm not with you live, talkdavid.com, and then we're going to rock it next week once again. Remember, be bold, be strong, be positive, and you rock your world, and I'll be here to help you. I'm David Essel. Have a great week. The new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at TalkDavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at TalkDavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at TalkDavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel Alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific.